0: Welcome to episode 158 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Hi right, guys, welcome along to episode 158 of I Am Talk with Coach Sean Newson, and Bevan James Oz. How are you going, there? i pretty
1: good. It's a little bit concerned, actually. Are you concerned? Yes, because do you litter when you're writing? I, mean, no, I definitely don't litter. I litter uh, banana skins, but do, certainly don't litter anything So else. biodegradable stuff's
0: okay. Yeah. Okay, but what happened? because I I was out running yesterday, John, and this could be yours or it could be Melina's. It's not mine. I found this on the side of the road. It's not mine.
1: (laughs) That's Melina's. I found, what do you call these, a toe cap? An epic camp toe cap. (laughs) Melina, if you're listening, you're literally... And it's not even broken, so I can't say it's
0: broken. I don't know what it was doing on the side of the road. That's bizarre.
1: The only people that would possess those in Christchurch would be Melina. And you. Or Dave Dwan. Possibly Darren Leslie. All listeners of the show. No, these are old it? school ones. But it is true. Darren
0: Leslie wouldn't have one. No. <clears throat> so Malina. I don't have one of these ones. I had the mm. more newer ones. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not mine. You sure? Because it was but on was your wearing, route.
1: I was wearing mine this morning. Okay.
0: Well, Melina on the side of the road, rubbish on the ground, and I thought that's just not good enough. Not acceptable. No, not acceptable. Not good enough, Melina So sharpen up. We know you're listening. So sharpen up. We'll come round to my house. I'll leave in my letterbox <laughs> for you. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this week's show is proudly brought to you by... Of uh
1: For the world's best coffee and the t-shirts. Make sure, if you listen to the end of the show, we've got our special Patagonia t-shirts. Oh, Patagonia. Yeah, com, And world's best
0: specials, good times. com, Social networking for endurance athletes and keeping track on all your mates, basically. <laughs> and this week we've got our news, we've got our age group for the week, we've got a high five on... High five on things to think about when you're racing, when you're a little bit tired. You put that one together quickly, didn't did. you? I did. I was impressed. Uh, we're still in the week,
1: and we've got Coach's Corner. You've been doing some homework, haven't you, mate? I told you I would. Yeah, And yeah. the homework was, its must be, what, part four of our series on first-timers <coughs> training for Ironman, so it's training for the run. And uh, lastly, we've got a few questions and answers at the end. And news is brought to you by
0: X-Strike. Get on there, check out the latest news, reviews, and pro interviews and crap like that, and it's all good. But... First piece of news, Wildflower.
1: Big field. Big field. Huge field. Big field. Quite a few DNFs. Bev and I were just scanning through yeah. the results. Uh, so uh, who do we have DNFing there? We had Rud Kabiki, We had Chorborn Sinbali. We had Bjorn Anderson. Bjorn Anderson. Is he ever going to finish a race? I don't know. He <laughs> certainly he was first off the bike. He had about two to three minute lead off the bike. And uh, we say that we've said this before. So say it, it again. If he had a two minute lead and he ran a 120, he would have fourth overall. Yeah. But well, he, but he can not because he doesn't do it yeah, on, on the odd occasion. <laughs> the odd occasion, he has run. He, he, that's the thing. He, he can run. Do you yeah. think he must be the most frustrated
0: athlete out there? I don't know. Because well, he always comes off the bike first. Yeah. You know, and then never gets anywhere. No, must so. just break his heart.
1: Must be pretty fr- frustrating. But on the other side of things, what happened in the race? Uh, Terenzo Bazzoni was right up there off the bike I think he was second off the bike I don't have his bike split here but yeah, yeah. and uh, there was a little bit of live coverage on slow twitch I was sort of keeping a track on but Andy Potts really uh, then then took over and really uh, killed it on the run came home with a one fourteen wow, thirty eight. he smacked it didn't he so he just went under the 4 hour barrier which is no mean feat when you're racing at um, Wildflower very very tough course well 3 minutes faster than anyone else on the run mm. It's impressive, eh? And uh, apparently, somebody outsprinted him in the swim, though. I'm not quite sure who it was, and it's not on the on the front page here. But he went, swam at twenty two nineteen, second out of the swim, rode to 220, um, and then came home with a 114. So very solid. And the guys he's beating are, are quality, eh? Nico Lanos was second, four yeah. minutes back, or three and a half minutes back, and then Ronaldo Calucci was uh, was next, and uh, just, just it was close between second, third, and fourth. F- it was a great field, eh? That was kind of cool. was. Luke Bell was in there, and Terenzo faded pretty badly on the run, finished, what, eighth. Greg um, didn't finish as well. No, so, interesting stuff. On the girl side of things? Virginia Barisataghi. <laughs> oh, that's a good name. I can get that one. She uh, dominated the dojo there by five minutes, coming home in 4.35, which is it's a Solid race re- overall, really, wasn't it? Pretty respectable time. Yeah. Um, she has won Lanzarote a couple of times, she tends to go for these harder sort of races, so she must be pretty strong on the bike. She's fourth out of the swim with a 26 uh, 22. Got to the front on the bike with a 239 and then ran a nice consistent 126. Mm. And the cave was second and Erica Jomo was third. Nice. Any other news on the girl side? No, not really. No, no that was about
0: it. Pretty boring. Really. Pretty, pretty, it's not boring at
1: all, Bevan. <laughs> not boring at all. Bevan said that, not me.
0: <laughs> no, the race I mean.
1: Right. Uh, and then we had St. Croix. Now, this was a bit of a, a guy I haven't really heard a lot about of. Tim O'Donnell took it out and a course record, 402.36. Yeah, wow. And when you consider the guys that have gone before him who have won this race, you know, guys like um, Crowy, I think I don't know if Mac has won it, but Cameron Brown's been there a so lot. So Crowey didn't race? Well, I didn't see his name there, so I assume not. Because he normally wins this one, doesn't he? He does. So that's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. 402.36, he took it on the run. Um, Igor Amirio from Brazil was 403. And Richie Cunningham. We're not going to make any fun of anybody's no, names. No, no, because it guess us in trouble. We get told Although, off. if you like watching Happy Days, you yeah. know. He <laughs> he tune in. He came <laughs> over 4.05. Dirk Bockel, who was second at uh, Ironman New Zealand. Uh, was second or third? Third. Yep, third. He was 4.07, and then Old Rhodesy was fourth in 4.08. Give sort of things? Zyga. Uh, Cat- was, was, okay? so was in the lead. near was Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Katriana uh, Morrison from Scotland. 4.32, which is a good uh, scalp to have. She beat Marinda Carfrey. Uh, did she win 70.3 champs last year? She's either first or second. She's always right up there, so it's pretty solid. And Caitlin Snow was in third place. Nina Kraft is continuing on her comeback in fourth place, and Lisa Bentley in fifth. We are seeing a few short course guys sort of flick over here, see Dirk Bockel there, I think uh, it was Stuart Hayes, uh, he was leading early on the race, apparently he crashed, went off the side of a cliff on one of the, oh, really? on, on the bike, <laughs> and, uh, we shouldn't be laughing, but, no, so we are seeing a few of these guys starting to switch over, because the first round of the the World Series was on last weekend, and they're obviously not there, and they're, they're choosing to do some halves, and,
0: uh. Yeah, interesting. We also had a race in Australia, and it was the Bustleton Half Ironman Triathlon 2009 in Bustleton, I imagine. In Bustleton. And um, we've been there.
1: If you want to check out xtry.com, Luke McKenzie's got a little bit of a race report up there. But he also set a course record, so it was a weekend of course records. Uh, <laughs> they have
0: got so much detail it's, here.
1: It's great. they have got a lot of splits there. Yeah, yeah, you're 14k, you're 7k. He just killed them all on the bike road. 205. Wow. And it's fast course over over there in Bustleton, but 205 is bitching. It's it's, it's, it's bitching, John. It's that's a new word, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I like bitching. That's a good yeah. word. So we're we're seeing bitching. We're seeing. I think the, the overall <laughs> standard in cycling and triathlon and Ironman, it seems to be keeps on lifting the bar a little bit. And is that the influence of
0: the Germans? You know, for a while there, you know, to win Kona, you kind of had to ride
1: yeah, fast. I think it is, yeah. And and you've got to, you know, you've got, you, I think the swim's going to become more and more important as well, and then uh, trying to just hammer the bike and hang on from there. So is it now that you kind of, is it getting back
0: to you have to be a, a complete athlete again? I think so.
1: You yeah, know, I think if you look at Crowy and <coughs> those guys are complete, they haven't got... I mean, they're both very, very strong runners. Yeah, but they're, they're still can, strong riders, eh? Yeah, they can hold their own in the bike, and they can certainly hold their own in the run. I think the days of the the weaker swimmers coming through is is really starting to, to fade a little bit. You know, people like Norman Stadler have, have actually lifted their game quite a bit with their swimming. So, yeah. I think at the, at the the B sort of races, you know, your standard sort of Ironman races, Ironman New Zealand, all all the other ones around the world, you can probably get away with being a weak swimmer. But when it comes to say Kona, um, Frankfurt, um, maybe Rote, a few of the really big ones. I think if you're off the pace in the swim, you're really going to suffer. Yep. Pete Jacobs in second. He's done a lot of racing this year. He has, isn't he? So he, um, he had 3.50. He was three minutes down. And Courtney Ogden, 3.53. I know that name. How do I know that? Courtney Ogden, he's always up there or thereabouts. He's yep. a regular sort of top five, top ten Man athlete. Yep, and on the girl side of things, what happened, John? Another girl who's been doing a lot of racing, Charlotte Paul. Oh, you did your research? I've done my research. I don't need to wait for the page to load up. It's taking forever, so So she's... uh, Who got fifth? (laughs) Um, She won, what was it, Malaysia just a few weeks ago. She raced... Did she race Ironman New Zealand? I'm not sure. But she's done a lot of racing. Yeah, she did race Ironman New Zealand. Um, But she's done a lot of racing and still going strong. 423. Lisa Morangan in second, 4.25, we're keeping Bevan up, oh, and <laughs> Nicole Ward in 4.31. What's all Gina doing with herself now? Gina seven. will be, she'll be building up for, she's here a little bit longer, she'll be building up for road. I'm not sure if she's got much else planned before then or Does not. Does she do much 70.3? Not a lot, she's mm-hmm. not so good at 70.3s, you know, it's it's all about making money and um, I guess she probably thinks she can make more out of, she's got a big event coming up soon anyway hasn't she? She has, she's got an interview yeah. with us, an
0: interview with us, yeah. not here, not
1: here. No, live interview, isn't it? It's got, to be, we've, got we've got time restrictions. But we have to be pretty punchy and precise. Really? Yeah. Well, that sucks because I, I love talk. I know. Beyond the ball. Okay,
0: what other piece of news we've we got? We haven't really got much else news, but John has got his view on the ITU update of the live coverage and the event that happened on the weekend. Wow. Was, Tell me about it, John. It was good news times because Kiwi
1: Bevan Dockley took home the bacon. Oh, did he win? It's, uh, <laughs> See, I don't even know if he won. It's you just sit there and be quiet. <laughs> What is a second so first of all the coverage was it on the internet or on TV It's on the tinternet now the tinternet <laughs> just so, somebody told me about this okay um, uh, name names so, some countries uh, New Zealand for example you could, oh hotspot shield I don't oh know, I don't know okay, you I go. don't know what you're talking about you could, you can't purchase the live coverage um, yep. because Sky TV or TVNZ have got, uh, got, got the rights coverage so you've got to register with your email and put your address and stuff in Somebody happened to tell me that if you don't put your address in New Zealand, but maybe use an overseas address, you can sort of get around that. Uh, so, so you got it for free, did you? Wow, well, no, I didn't get it for free, but I was able to watch the coverage. Because uh, um, sometimes, what,
0: like sometimes, they know where your IP address. Is. Yeah. So, like on a Mac, for those Mac users, if you ever want to watch something, like they have a thing called Hulu in America where you can watch all the TV programs. Yeah. But you can't do that from New Zealand. Um, but on a Mac, there's a program called Hotspot Shield, and it then basically disguises your
1: IP address and it can oh, say you're in America.
0: Oh, nice. Mm, mm.
1: But uh, the, the, you can basically purchase which uh, high-quality, high-streaming, live coverage. How much did that cost you? It was good value. I thought it was €24.95 Euros yep. for the whole season. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So there's eight races. You get live coverage. So you of you Yeah, and uh, you can go back and you can watch the, the coverage again. again. Yep. And the quality, it's just like being in front of your TV. Really? Was, so did you have it on a big screen? I just had it on my big screen. On the, yeah, big yep, screen. so it wasn't like a small screen. No, yep. big screen. And it was, uh, it was they started up a little bit on the Saturday. The commentary wasn't working very well. But on the Sunday, it was just like sitting in front of the TV, live really? coverage, had splits and everything rolling. And it was they're just taking it to a whole new level. It was awesome. And so, what'd you think? Um, what was the race like? It was good. They had a breakaway on the bike, which was good on the men's race. And a couple of Bevan was in there, obviously. No, they had two two. Oh, brakes of two on the bike. And then um, the main pack came in behind. And uh, it, was a, it was a tricky little bike. It had a few um, sharp little hills in it. And, but the main pack came off um, about a minute down. But the guy who was in the front, he, he was a good runner. And um, I was surprised to see him fade so quickly. And then it was about five of them got together on the run and just mowed them all down. Came down to a sprint finish between Bevan and uh, Carterfelt from Australia. It was a photo finish. They really? Could, you couldn't, they couldn't separate it. They basically came down the finishing chute, both of them dived across the line, like full proper dive, and we uh, had to wait like several minutes. It was like really? a really to, to see who'd won. So it was and they actually awesome. did do the photo finish? Wow. I think they must have, you couldn't tell. It was, um, that it, was close. it would have been five centimetres in it. Wow. So it was cool. So what did he get for winning that? Eighteen thousand US. Oh, that's worth it. It's, it's worth going, yeah. and um, and the series the winner of the series gets fifty thousand US. So. And but what happens if like you did say you get fifth in the series? You, is it the winner only? Or do no, that... no, it's um, big money. It goes down to about twentieth. Like even if you're twentieth on the whole series, you end up with a couple of thousand US. Oh, wow. So it's it's good money. Girls' race was um, was interesting as well. Um, took it? Emma Snow still took it, but it was head to head with uh, Fem- Emma Fem- Moffat oh. um, all the way on the run. But Snowsaw is just a machine, man. I mean, we talk about Chrissy Wellington being a machine for the long course side of things, but Snowsaw is just incredible. Okay, who's the better athlete? There we go! Uh, I'd say Snowsaw. Really? Why? Well, well no. Because <laughs> you're a short course guy. I don't know. No, they're both pretty... They're, <laughs> no, I'd probably actually put Perfect them on. Both exceptional. Both put them on. A I suppose Snowsaw's got it. more behind her. Oh, yeah. she's done more. Yeah.
0: Chrissy probably will do just as much, yeah. but at this stage... Snowsaw's got amazing.
1: Olympic gold. She's got several world titles... She basically never gets beaten, but same so, so same with Chrissy. So I guess no, I'll take back what I said. They're about the same. So why is this all so good? She's just a complete athlete. She can always keep up in the swim, and when it's a non-drafting race, she's actually pretty strong on the bike as well. And she's just a machine run, a machine really? runner. And you just watch her run, and she's just awesome. Really? She's just it's like watching Chrissy. You just think unbeatable. Oh and no. she's not even fit. Like apparently, she's only done four or five weeks training, running training. She's been injured, um, so just a machine. She'll be unbeatable. So you're loving it, weren't you? I was, I was so your Sunday was good. written off, wasn't it? Uh, it was both days actually Oh really? Yeah <laughs> so. Didn't
0: get the gardening done this weekend, did you? Oh, a little Any other news? No No, not really Okay, discussion of the week, have you done it? Yep Well, I, I had to go and put no, it no, up No, no, actually, there. I want to pull While well, I'm going to pull up this while we're talking about this Did you see, so in New Zealand we have uh, one of the big marathons in New Zealand The Rotorua. There's a roto marathon It's probably probably one of the biggest ones yeah, it's would One say of the more bit, popular bit, right ones, yeah. There. And it gets a pretty good field. And the guy who won it last year came back to
1: win it again. And he's coming down the finishing shoot. Do you want to tell a story while I put up your things? Well, there was, there's a guy who's who'd broken away, and he was a really ungainly sort of runner. He just looked like a weekend warrior, yep. and he was just giving it to himself <laughs> the whole way through. They showed a couple of clips, and he was just killing himself. Terrible, pretty terrible running technique. Well, not terrible, but not classic running technique. And uh, and he made a breakaway towards the end, and he got away. He's coming down the finishing shoot honestly five metres from the line he was just giving it to himself and then he just fell over he tripped up he tripped up and the guy just ran straight past him and took the win oh wouldn't it break your heart oh it would the poor guy yeah oh. and he's just like they said oh what do you know for the rest of the year oh just working you know <laughs> yeah. yeah he wasn't a full time athlete or anything so he did feel for him
0: Oh, the poor guy. Oh, so I was doing an interview with the press this morning. Yeah. This is a bit of a cross news. They're talking about MP3s in training. They're asking me my opinion, and obviously I gave all <laughs> the <one>. Technical <laughs> okay. And the cross-stitch marathon, you can use them. That's disgraceful. So my question is, should I use it? Well you,
1: you, you play by the rules if, if you're allowed to use them and if it's going Why is advantage. it disgraceful John? Because I don't think it should be allowed it's dangerous people are running along if people, somebody's trying to if there'd been people wearing MP3s in the city to surf which they were they would have got the hell out of the way when I was trying to come past them in my pram in my pram You're already doing the marathon with a pram but Well I could do I'll take you down <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like Dick oh, I'll smoke you Thomas will come past you Thomas will hold the finger up at you Come on, you slacker. But anyway, I had to take over this week on the uh, setting up the discussion because I got halfway through the week and I thought, I'll go see if oh, I had notes on them. And oh, hadn't yeah. done it. Well,
0: I've been away, mate. I was working hard, okay? It's weak. <laughs> it's weak and you know it. It's weak and you know it. I'll go first because it's a small one. Okay, so the question was, Molly has not posted this week's topic, so I better pick up the slack. Let us know your most effective cross-training activities that have helped your long course racing chairs. Cheers. John. Not John Bevan, she is John. John. <laughs> okay. Strength training and yoga has to be the most effective cross training activities to help survive long course training and racing. That's from Lou Dre- Lee.
1: Nice, Jennifer Dixon, new listener to the show. Oh, is she? Yeah. Uh, when I need a mental break from the routine, I love doing things like a scenic mountain bike ride the sort where you pack a picnic lunch and the camera. National parks or reserves are great for this. Uh, number two, not sure if this counts as cross training, but Activities to sharpen up mentally are good too. Sudoku, nice. cross crosswords, reading, planning, like organizing. I'm not so good at Sudoku. Oh, I do I, I do like it, but I'm not so good I'm at it. I'm pretty
0: sharp, we should have a Sudoku challenge then. Yeah,
1: maybe not. Not crosswords. You I need can't spell. it. I'll oh, do crosswords. I'll oh, do crosswords. Help <laughs> me uh, And she's saying, um, uh, in fact, every triathlete, maga- triathlete magazine should have a page of puzzles to help prevent triathlete mind degeneration syndrome. Quite but, common in Ironman athletes.
0: That's probably good idea, right? You could okay. have like a triathlete. Crossword
1: Yeah be good General knowledge I'll be good at that
0: Mark uh, How's that one? Sortino No hold on Mark Star jump Sortino Did we give him that name no? Yeah, Good Okay I'm going to take a different Perspective on this Instead of cross training Spend time on focusing On one event Either swimming Biking or running Just do that And balance it with Strength or yoga sessions This is a great Off season training For a month or two That actually will reduce Your total weekly time Of training And improve
1: your event Dramatically Nice True And I'm um, times yep. If you're in a good uh, place with good snow, Nordic skiing is an excellent activity. Have you done it? I haven't, but uh, it's it's pretty tough. It's meant tough. to be animal. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Involves muscular groups all over your body and is a great way to enjoy the outdoors during winter. Uh, but ski races are great preparation for the warmer months as well. The 50k distance typically takes two and a half to five hours to complete. <laughs> So a natural fit for people looking to get ready for marathons or triathlons or Olympic distance or longer. Um, In particular, ski racing helps with the mental training as you're spending quality time uh, right around your lactate threshold. There are shorter length races. All the way down to one k sprints.
0: They say that it's the, like when they do tests of endurance athletes. It's always those guys with the fittest, aren't they? they also because it's whole
1: body, more muscle group. They also do quite a bit of the old. Uh, oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, good old <laughs> picture. Uh, oh, you go. Yeah. No, I think I agree. I think I've never done Norwich skiing, but um, isn't it? old? who's the doctor? N- doctor Net. Nat, Nat yeah. Anglam, he, he certainly does it, and um, yeah, it's supposed to be very, very challenging. But I think with with it you've got to be somewhere convenient you know and that's from Christchurch he always has to go, go all the way down to yeah. to Wanaka so if if we could do it on Port Hills here in Christchurch I'd give, I'd, a try. I'd give it a go yeah.
0: uh, Patrick Foley got to be a winter Patrick man. oh Beverly Hills Cop Foley that, that was a good one wasn't it yeah. yeah did you do that one I did that one that was, that was good yeah <laughs> nice. I got to be a winter mountaineering, combine strength with carrying a heavy rucksack and a deep or sleep Uh lots of aerobic exercise, plus a total change from all that swim, bike, and run. And getting into summit against the odds is the next most rewarding thing to finishing an Ironman. Best wishes, Patrick. Beverly Hills Cop folly. Nice. Does anyone's because have you, you like right. any
1: any cross-training activities?
0: But I think actually, um, what is a good thing is to get into some team sport. Um, really yeah you know like maybe play some touch rugby or Mm. some soccer or just some stuff that's a little bit different like if you if i'm talking just totally about getting away from the sport like what who was it um was it jennifer was saying actually doing some no was it mark yeah, saying, just doing one of the things that you do, so you might swim. Mm-hmm. And that's cool, but I think sometimes for your mind to you actually pull away from triathlon completely and actually maybe you know do some basketball or do, what do you, the squeaky chair again? You got the squeaky chair, you like squeaky <laughs> chair, don't you? Just for the record, it's only the chair that's moving. <laughs> and uh, so I always think team sports, I think that if you can get in, do some basketball, or do some soccer, like I've got a mate who's a big basketball player, and, yeah. and when I'm not doing much training, we'll go out and play some basketball you know, together. Yeah. <laughs> what are you laughing about?
1: I'm not into team sports <laughs>
0: <laughs> but not like as in like it wouldn't be a big season I wouldn't spend a season playing soccer but
1: you know on rupture and knee ligaments <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I gave my rugby league was a bad idea I, I, to I
1: think um, yeah you're right I think it's, it's you got to decide whether you're looking to do something to freshen up or you're looking to do something to improve your performance and uh if you're looking to freshen up, I think Bevan's ideas—you know—doing something rather than nothing is always going to be a lot better. Yeah. Than, than, than I think
0: the thing that team sport has that a lot of like our sport doesn't have is the fun aspect.
1: Well, that's what this running thing is doing with our with our triathlon club. We've really? got, got the relays and stuff, and that's where you sort of stand around socialising. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. and, it and it's well. also
0: just giving each other a bit of shit, but there's also that support that comes with that. I think that team sports does have that, whereas with triathlon, mm. it's such an individual sport, and you may have your training buddies, and you have that kind of camaraderie within that, but at the same time it's just not the same. Mm.
1: Mm. I think um definitely if you want to improve your performance uh single sport focus for a good say 3 months is is a fantastic idea. Either running or swimming or cycling, whichever whichever the three, I think is great. And certainly, uh, if you're in a place where the climate's pretty bad, doing some strength training and yoga, like uh, Lou said, I think is absolutely fantastic as well.
0: Well, once I've done this marathon, I'm going to do no cardio until like September October, and I'm going to do lots of strength training and yoga.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My body needs it. I'm oh, in <laughs> a lot good. of pain at the moment. So this week's discussion, John. Okay, this week. How do you feel about X pros racing in your age group? Well, we've already done this one. Well,
1: no, we have. have we done oh, this. We do, we've, we've done,
0: done it like like five times. Oh, okay then better one than that. Okay, we'll, we'll, we're going to come back to it or we're we just going to post something up there? Should be when we... Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I will use my iPod yeah. if I'm allowed to by the listeners. So this week, you've just got to vote if I'm allowed to use my iPod in the race or not. Okay. Okay, so if, if you think I should use my iPod, put yes. And if you don't think I should, put no. John, no influence here. I'm not. I'm,
1: my vote is democracy. I'm allowed to vote. <laughs> you have one vote only, Okay. <laughs> If I'm allowed to. I'll do some lobbying as well. (laughs) (laughs) And for the record, I am
0: allowed to by the rules of the race. So I wouldn't be breaking a rule. Will you let me use my iPod in the marathon? I'm going to do a Rupin run this weekend. I wonder if I can use it in that too. Madness (laughs) Madness. <laughs> Madness. So there we go. Democracy, yes or no? You can have some comments in there, but. And I will stick to the answer. Okay. So please do, because I wouldn't mind using my iPod. Let's, Let's
1: get them get in not wearing it, guys. We want them to. No, no,
0: support, support me in this one. Okay. okay. Rightio. Music. So, music. Let's chuck some music on. Here we go. Group of the Week. Right. And good old Brian Dunn sent through this week's Age Group of the Week, and his name is Mark Rubin. Nice. And he's our Age Group of the Week, and the reason Mark Rubin is the Age Group of the Week, now, we got a race report through, and it's a pretty big race report, and to be honest, we didn't read it. Yeah. <laughs> but We're going to paraphrase. But we're going to paraphrase, because Mark did that for, um, for us, and, I mean, Brian did that for us, and it's basically saying that Mark was obese, basically, at the end of the day, and he had two... Terrible bike accidents and you overcome those to go sub ten to do a nine fifty five in I Man New Zealand. Was it I oh, Man Arizona. Arizona. I thought it was Arizona.
1: New Zealand. Arizona. Okay, maybe it was. Yeah. Maybe got, it was New Zealand. Maybe it was I Man Arizona. Either I Man Arizona or I Man New Zealand. For some reason I thought it was New Zealand, but then he's got i Man Arizona written there. Uh, and the fact is, fantastic, he's come come back from those. What
0: what it does situations. show So we, we did we kind of read the last part of the report and you're saying that um, where he was at with his report was he did 9.55 and his what, what 13th age, and what age group? no he was 14th 13th
1: and 14th in the 40 to 44 age group and it had to come down to the roll down first slot there was two roll down spots first one went I think to the first no, but, yeah, guy no it was like seven but there was yeah there was two left in there yeah. and it rolled one and the guy did, and they did the second call for that person and before, they, before Mike Riley even was enabled to announce the next person he jumped up and he said yes yes Amazing is that uh, I find
0: it. I find it really fascinating. Forty to forty-four, you a nine fifty-five, and you get fourteenth. Yeah,
1: the standard is just amazing. man. It's it's classy, isn't it? It's uh, it's getting faster and faster. Well, somebody will come and bring the stats saying it's not, but it seems to be getting faster each yeah. time, especially in those. Maybe it's not getting faster at fast. to
0: the top end, but the the gap behind the winner mm. is getting faster. You know what I mean? Like the the field's getting closer to the faster guy. Yeah, so mm. solid effort to come obesity too. Like, I don't know how basically he was, but, yeah. you know, obviously lost a lot of weight.
1: Take some time. Mark mm. Rubin, you are...
0: Age, age gripper of the, of the week. week. One, two, three, four, ha five! Right. There's like a karate chop then too, right? You but thought Bruce Lee was in the house, didn't you? Karate chop is Who's not... Who's your favourite action hero of all time? Not so much action Come movies. on, you loved Arnold Schwarzenegger in the 80s. Listen. He's buying a house, and bloody, oh, know, house in Queenstown. Oh, Queenstown, is it? But anyway... Bloody <laughs> fire buying <behind> all our, <laughs> our land. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, who was your favourite? Did you like
1: Rambo? Rambo was okay. Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger was okay. Van Dam, Van Dam, he was he's talk funny.
0: Yeah, he went a bit funny towards the end, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Who was your favourite? Oh, Sportsnagger. In the 80s. Yeah. Come on. Sp- Terminator. Was, he's, he's up there. Yeah, I did like Rocky. Mm. Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, doing the karate chop is not something to think about when you're on the run. <laughs> nice lead in there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> then, I thought I'd just chuck in five things, and these are really common things that I tell athletes that that, um, that I coach to think about when you're running. Really got emphasised. I've been doing some run-gate analysis with um, one of Christchurch's uh, better runners, and we've sort of been going through. Who's um, Matt Ingram. Uh, is he, is he's he doing a biomechanist bio me- no, he's doing half so is cave. he fast? Uh, he does about 60 64 I think 65 something like that it's not clear so He's not doing No, maybe it's more than maybe it's, it's around about he's, he's fast he's, he's, he, he's always in the top 3 oh, wow. so um, and just really analysing some of the elite guys um, technique and, and a lot of them had good technique but it was really emphasising the points they need to uh, remember when they're racing so they can ma- maintain it, their yeah. form because uh, to a certain extent, everybody knows how to push themselves, um, but you need to be able to push yourselves and hold your form so you can... And it's when you're that. actually starting to die to maintain that form, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Usually, the, f- um, one of the, the first thing to go is uh, your cadence. Uh, and i encourage people to, to figure out what their cadence is. You just, it's the same as biking. You just count one leg for 30 seconds, double it, and that's your cadence. And you really should be working towards similar parameters to you do for your biking. You know, We generally say you want to be around that 90 sort of mark. What about your, your, your
0: stride length? Like, what about a person who's got real long legs? Is the cadence... Mm.
1: Uh, is that much difference or should we always be aiming for the same not not massively yeah. No. so you should be it's, it's sort of that, that band of say 85 to 95 if you're any lower than that you probably need to be concerned if you're higher than that it's probably not that big a deal someone like Gina Ferguson yes, uh, she's got high turnover, she, I think she, her cadence is, is getting up towards 110 I think when, yeah, she's, she's, when she's at 10k yeah, pace so yeah. it does vary a bit you know depending on what pace you're going um, but ballpark you should be in that sort of zone so cadence is the first thing to think about when you start getting tired Okay. what's the second thing Kevin your knee drive so pulling your knee up Yep. yep. helps a no, no, number of angles. It means your stride length is going to get a little bit longer if you can have a good knee drive because you're going to be in the air a little bit longer. Um, if you can get the knee up as well, it's going to reduce the chance, the, the, the chances of overstriding again because you're in the air a little bit longer. Gives you a little bit longer before your foot comes down and lands on the ground. And I often find that by having a good knee drive, it actually. Instigates quite a few other parts of your running action, so it helps to lift your foot towards your ass. Um, so you're not so you're not saying in this five you haven't got to kick back. You're not worried about the kickback so much. just prioritise five things. Um, well, we normally do a six. Wow, well, <laughs> you, you can add that in a few. Okay, I did it. So six. knee drive is, is really important, <coughs> um, and the other thing that a lot of people really struggle with, and this is number three, is to have that forward body lean. Yeah. So you shouldn't be straight up. You should be really looking for around about ten degrees of forward lean. But that's controlled falling, really, don't it? It is, yeah. And um, and that's with your hips and with your chest leaning forward uh, all at one time. A good exercise to try doing if you're sort of struggling with that concept, like Bevan said, is just to stand still and lean forward, and then start running, and maybe run into a little bit of a, an acceleration. And just if you're if you're doing your strides, sort so of short bursts of perfect running form at quite high intensity. A good thing to do, is said, stand still up nice and straight lean forward when you start to fall forward then you start running so you sort of get yourself into the correct position
0: a real important tip with this one is when we say lean forward is is it really is initiated from the hips because a lot of people you say lean forward and they basically rotate their hips forward and it's like they're leaning over like they're looking at the ground you know like like a crane kind of thing whereas it's actually your body should be one straight line and it's if you initiate it from your hips and with your chest then it maintains that
1: straight body position if you see all the things Bevan's doing oh, with his hands. I tell you, mate. <laughs> so, again, these are things to think about when you're racing when you're tired because what will happen is if, if, if your forward lean is not, well, in, in races, people often start to straighten up, start to come back on their heels. So it's key to think about when you're tired.
0: Number four, break your races into pieces and just focus on the next landmark. So that means where you're kind of struggling along, you think, oh, how much longer? You don't think of the whole race. Think, okay, I'm going to get to that next lamppost up the road or the next corner
1: or something like that. And this doesn't matter if it's a, a 42K marathon or if it's a 4K race around the park. We have 4K the weekend, and I'm just breaking it into tiny little chunks. Uh, and that's going to get smaller and smaller as you get further into the race. So have a bit of a plan. Know the course. Know the landmarks that are coming up. Mm. And as you get start to get tired, just think about closing those um, those points up a bit more so you've only got short periods of focus where you can really lock in, get to, your, get to your goal point and then sort of crack on to the next I one. I think it's we're
0: knowing your course is really important. Like, for example, I ran um, the marathon course, it's a two-lapper, so I ran it as a training the other week and it's, you know, like I know that the last 5Ks i going kind of be sweet because you kind of just got that drive home and, <clears throat> you know, like in Monaco, I found pretty much from like 25 through to 35 is where I really struggled and it's like if you know what's going to be on that part of the course, then you can actually kind of find the mind game that's going to get you through it. Mm. So that definitely helps as well.
1: Number five, when you're in the sort of last third of the run always focus on catching the next person in front of you Yeah, use them as a motivator Okay, get past what about if you get past don't let that beat you up don't let it beat you up if somebody comes past you slowly then um, it's good good to stay with them if they just smoke past you and they're clearly much better than you then uh, it mightn't be wise yeah Um, if somebody does smoke past you and then they slow down quite quickly, then you want to run up to them. And you want to make a bit of a statement generally when you're passing people is uh, put on a little bit of a game face and yeah. uh, pretend you're not really hurting. I
0: think the thing is ups. when people pass you is to also not that get you down. Mm. You, know, you really should have a race plan going into a race, and if your race plan is to be at this pace at this time, you know, really just stick to your plan. Sure, if it's towards the end and you're, you know, you're going to be pushing that last push towards the end, we go for it, but... You know, sometimes people are just going to have a better race than you and that's fine, you know. You don't want to go do something stupid that can de- um, jeopardise you the rest of your
1: race. And having said that, in, in Ironman racing, if you are going for a slot and if somebody comes past you... Um, Take the risk. If you're in the final 5K of the run, you might want to do something about it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Although, I, like, I remember when I was in New
0: Zealand and uh, when I won my age group, actually, but a guy passed me and I wasn't. he must have been an older age group. Yeah. Because I think I got third age group overall that day. Yeah. And... Um, yeah and I was trying my hardest and I keep with it it
1: was good come on but it was a motivator for you probably got you the finish
0: line quicker. yeah true definitely um, number six kickback kickback there you go seven six <laughs> butt kiss that's what you call it isn't it yeah okay so uh, yep. five tips for think about running when you're tired beautiful and also just when you're out training yes. especially in your long runs Yep. Like yesterday I used to do a long run yesterday I had to do like three classes and I had to ride for an hour and then you know, I had to run for an hour and a half and and now I've had a big week, so I was pretty tired. And I had a good run, but definitely in the last half, I was kind of dying, and I was just focusing on all that technique stuff, and it definitely helps. So mm. and it's a good habit, eh?
1: Oh, practice makes perfect. You pra- know, if you don't practice it in training, this is going to be pretty hard. Perfect racing. practice makes perfect performance. Oh, nice. <laughs> See that? Four P's. Four
0: P's. <laughs> there we go. All right, here's the music. of the week can good old Nick uh, Juicinated Morales try juice try juice sent through this one. I was actually from an article on his website tryjuice.com yeah. and uh, it's, a, it's a it's kind of like a new technology which uh, it's it's very early days but the potential for it could be really great and what it's called is it's called zoom try z u m t r i com and what it does is it basically creates a graphic that shows you how you did in your race comparison to other people in the race. So, for example, I've gone to the website now and I've got the Wisconsin Marathon and Half Marathon, and I've chosen someone called Richard No, and then, or choose someone
1: else as well, so we'll get someone else. So you can compare a couple of people. So yeah. You can put in as many um, sort of friends and rivals as you like. Yep. Uh, I don't know if it's as many as you like, but you can put in some, and uh, it basically shows all the runners going around the course.
0: And it shows where you were in comparison to the other people in the course as you went along. Yeah. So at the moment, I've got him showing the other people in his age group. The grey people there are the ones oh, going He's the coming course. back. He's
1: probably about three-quarters of the way back in the course. He's, he's pretty slow to start with. He's only, we're looking at, what, how far into it are we? Yeah. Oh, we're at about the, uh, coming up at the four-mile mark. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've got to look. it's a visual thing. There's a breakaway. There's one person way
0: off the front. So I was watching one the other day, and this person broke away and halfway through the marathon. They were dominating, yeah. and then
1: they came like 100. <laughs>
0: and they blew big time. <laughs> yeah.
1: So cool. it's, 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 as we said it's quite gimmicky at this stage um, I guess the key thing is it depends on how many um, plotting points they've got on the course. But yeah if, they if it's just...
0: just a start finish then it's hard to know isn't it? Yeah
1: because you won't see people blow up and stuff but if they had quite a few plotting points on the course then it would be really, uh, really fascinating.
0: Well it'd be pretty cool like let's say you and I did this race and we had a pretty close finish and you could see how you went at the start and I went at the start you know if you and your friends had all done it mm. or you'd done like an I Ironman or was on an Ironman you can actually just watch how you went in comparison to the rest of the people in your race and yeah, as we're saying, it's really early technology, but I think that
1: this will probably be how the future goes, especially with GPS. But, you but, know, where are you going? Well, I think that with GPS, they'll be doing live stuff um, all the way through the race, I would hope. Uh, but it's just, it's another angle for the, the race organisers to to lift the exposure, lift um, you know, lift people coming back to their website more often. Gives them a bit more leverage in terms of sponsors. Uh, and it just adds a little, um, little bit of feedback in terms of what you can give for the competitors. So I reckon we could
0: have won this race, John, if we did it.
1: So, what's the winning time going to be? It's going to be about two forty. He's only at the he's only at the, oh, is that twenty two mile mark. No, is yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. You picked the wrong race, Bevan. You should have gone to Wisconsin. I reckon. Cool to win a race, eh? It's, yeah, it's going to be like, like a three. Hour. hour. it must
0: be a really hard race. It must be. Because they have five hundred competitors.
1: Yeah.
0: Look okay, at that! It's not even a sub three.
1: Three. Oh, um, I know this isn't a very good podcasting, eight. but. <laughs> anyway. But still. So go, go check it out, um, you get through it through Try Juice or you go directly to Yep. and uh, yeah, it's interesting technology.
0: Yeah, I think it's just one of those things that it's quite novel, but if you actually did the race and you had five or six mates doing the race, then you mm. could actually watch what you're doing. And they've
1: also got the, the USA Collegiate National Triathlon Champs up there as well. Mm. That's quite cool because then it plots just a swim and then the bike and you can, you can sort of see how people sort of come and fade through the race, so mm. yeah,
0: it's all good. Good times. Okay, let's have whistle of the week. Uh, do you want to put music on? We will. We have always on music. I'm always music on. Here we go. Coaches corner. Must say, John, you've been doing your homework. Part
1: four of what is it? Six. Uh, it'll be at least six, I think, because we're going to have uh, race day tips. So this is part four, training for the run. We're also going to have. Uh, the actual race day tips, nutrition, and then we're gonna have uh, feedback from the listeners. So if you do want any of your own feedback publicised about your first Ironman, Man, um, tips or mistakes you made, uh, I don't want it like that, Bevan. Sorry, this I know this is bad podcasting but we've got four pages up in a row. I want I want big screen, big font. Okay, That's well, I'm it's it. fine. You. For my blind friend. So um <laughs> yeah just send in any um, sort of first timer tips you guys might have I've got a few backed up and, uh, okay. okay
0: John so I'm going to be the interview guy like I do when we do these ones Yeah. training for the run are there any tips we need to know before you get into what you're talking about here
1: well we've, we've mentioned this before this is for the athlete the first timer athlete who yep. doesn't have much background in any three of the sports and yep. is simply going out there to finish the race and okay, uh, so if you're trying to do a sub eight you're, it's, probably, it's not for you. probably not quite <laughs> the right approach <laughs> what's my opening line here is what do you got to do you got to build up plan your build up well it doesn't matter how good a runner you are if you haven't done the sufficient swim bike training the run will be 42.2 k's of misery nice so this is about the the actual training you're going to do it's not about how to perform on on race day um, because as as I said a lot of that's going to depend on how you've swum and bike Um, this is about how how to get yourself in in good sort of shape Okay. so planning your build up John what do we need to think about when we do that uh well, we should, we should have a good think about it, Bevan. <laughs> again, I'm assuming here that people are listening to this who are going to take this advice on board that the Ironman is the ultimate goal for the season, and you're not too concerned about your other races. Okay. So, planning your build up, um, you've got to be pretty realistic that improvements in your top end speed are probably not going to be um, massive. Uh, you should really be looking for more economical improvements and becoming a more efficient runner than worrying too much about. So you're not trying to be improving your speed, you're more just about efficiency. It may well happen that your speed improves anyway. Yep. Well, especially if you haven't been a big-time runner. Yeah, but it it shouldn't be a, um, a performance criteria. Well, a good criteria you can use is to maybe have like a... A run you do, so maybe it's a 10k flat run and maybe you do it at at either a set heart rate or a set pace and if you improve one of those criteria, say you run it at heart rate 150 and the first time you do it, you do it in um, 65 minutes and the next time you do it at the same heart rate but maybe you do it in 59 minutes. So that would be quite a good criteria, running at a a steady aerobic pace uh, will will show that you're getting more efficient um, with your running. So use that as a criteria rather than speed. Um, But in terms of actually... Planning your build-up, the structure of your week is very going to be very similar to what we've talked about with your biking and your running. Um, most athletes should look for around about three runs per week, with ideally a sort of a fourth transition run. What should those runs be, John? Okay, well I
0: wasn't sure. You were kind of okay. Wait, I'm I'm a bit tired. Okay, I'll exactly. go sharpen up. Okay, John. So you've got three or four runs. What
1: should we be looking to do in those runs, John? Run number one, which is pretty similar to what we've done with the, we've talked about with the biking. Yep, is you're looking to do either an interval or a strength type run. Okay, and so what does that mean? So what, it, what, it, it, what it doesn't mean is <laughs> well, what doesn't it mean, John? When we talk about intervals, most people automatically think they've got to go smack themselves silly. Track work or something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah, it's uh, it is getting some variety in your intensity, making the training a bit more interesting. Definitely some physiological benefits there as well. Um, what I recommend for a lot of athletes is, if you're looking at a 16-week build-up, first sort of phase, you benefit quite a bit from doing some hill reps. Um, it's an easy way to get your intensity up, quite yep. safe. Good for strength. Uh, good for strength, good for that knee drive we were talking about before. Uh, and I guess if you don't live anywhere where you've got any hills, um, you could certainly do this on the treadmill, and that's something i get some guys to do. So have you got some examples of what kind of intervals they should be doing? Uh, nice, nice um, a typical one that I'll get people to do is say doing a 4 times 4 minutes up and yep. down a hill and yet, it is literally just a case of going up for 4 minutes, turning around running oh, back, back down, yep. start straight in no recovery at the bottom, your recovery is running back down the hill, effort should be moderately hard, so it's sort of our th- third gear out of 5 say a roundabout, for people, a roundabout say your half marathon effort okay. uh, is, is in terms of what you should be putting into it so I think strength work early on the build up is good And then maybe in the second half of the build up, probably looking to do some more work on the flat. And you could either be doing a a track workout um, of say 1k reps, maybe between 5 and 7 1k reps. Again, around about half marathon pace. Uh, Another workout you can try is doing say 3 times through, 1 mile at a sort of low moderately hard effort. Bit of recovery around about 1 minute recovery. And then doing a 400 meter hard um, not very hard and that's around about say your 10k pace but no Great. quicker than that or you could do a tempo mm-hmm. run but really to summarise that interval of strength session if you're looking at a 16 week build up so the first 6 to 8 weeks probably looking at doing a bit more strength based stuff the second sort of half of your build up looking to do some flatter work intervals of maybe between say 5 to 6k worth of intervals or tempo running and it should be at around about half marathon pace it doesn't need to be drastically over that. Okay what, what the second run everyone what should be doing that you need to make sure it's steady that's probably the key thing there yep. um, and by steady we're meaning around about your aerobic threshold so it's not hard it's not easy it's just a nice steady pace uncomfortable way eh? uh, upper end of steady is just you stand up just puff a little bit okay. um, mid steady I mean for most people this is going to be close-ish to their Ironman pace probably a little bit above their Ironman pace yep. uh, I would say if you've got a little bit of experience with your running um, on your steady run it's quite good to do a few strides in there and when we're talking about strides we're talking say 15 to 20 seconds of fast running running yep. with perfect technique really working on getting good leg speed going over so turnover yeah yep. um, and doing around about 4 or 5 of those um, and you run maybe doing a couple of sets of those but only doing those for probably more experienced um, people who've got a little bit of running background ok
0: John and what should the last run be? The long run. The long run. What are we doing there? Uh, you know, it can't really be avoided. You need to do some long runs. Yeah. Um, it's a hard one, isn't it? Bert? Because, you know, like it's not like your marathon running. You actually got to do all your training as well. Mm. So is there a limit to how much time you should be running?
1: For most people, nice, nice. Is there water all over yep. the floor? Yeah. Uh, I recommend for most people, they oh, should got be. sock. <laughs> oh most people should be building up their long run to around about the two to two and a half hour mark. It may take some people a little bit of time to build up there. You don't go right I'm Ironman what about training. What the person
0: who's going to run a four-and-a-half a marathon? Oh, see, now you have, you've you jumped
1: ahead. Oh, sorry. We'll, sorry. we'll, we'll come to that because okay. okay. that's that an FAQ. Okay, sorry. You want what? It's an <laughs> FAQ. Okay. Uh, so I generally say... Most athletes should be building up to around about the two, two to two and a half hour mark. And for most athletes, I generally recommend doing one or two runs of about the three hour mark. Um, and that's as long as I get people to run. Okay, generally. can I ask you my question now? Um, Canada's still jumping in a little bit. But okay, well, okay. No,
0: but wait a second.
1: Two and a half, why wouldn't you do three? Oh, well, you, you, do, you would do, do a couple three. of runs of three hours. Okay. Um, when you start going above two and a half hours, the risk of injury goes up significantly. And also the effect it has on the rest of your week goes up significantly as well so if you go and do a three-hour run for most people they're going to be really rooted for a couple of days so it's going to limit the other training if you to do a three-hour run how far up from the Ironman should you do that uh I would probably say your last three-hour run no closer than about four to five weeks okay and if you're going to do another one maybe about nine weeks something like that would okay.
0: be sort of the, the optimal okay now my other question what if you're going to take four and a half hours in
1: the run in the marathon an Ironman it's an interesting one Bevan it's an interesting question I'm a thinker runner because uh, it is. you get a lot of the time you know, people go oh, I'm going to be out there for a lot longer than this I should be out there training for longer yep. and it does it is just a trade off I mean I'm not stupid enough to say that uh, running over three hours is beneficial but I think the costs of doing it outweigh the benefits yep. you know, the, the risk of injury especially is you're not high. an experienced
0: runner Yeah. you know like if you don't have those years of build up in your body yeah
1: you're much better off if, you, if you're really concerned about your running. Maybe um, looking to do an extra run per week, yep. uh, and maybe foregoing maybe a little bit of your swimming or your biking to to get your running overall running volume up, rather than thinking about that really long run. Um, so it is just risky injuries. It's risky for injury. It's going to write off quite a bit of training for the next sort of several days. And so I think with that in mind, you're better off uh, running slightly shorter. And uh, if you're really concerned about it, then um, uh, do it. adding an extra run.
0: Okay. Good idea to include one two or three minute bursts.
1: Yeah, so the long run is pretty cruisy effort. You know, it should be easy to steady for the most part. Um, but it's it's a good thing, you know, maybe every 45 minutes or so just to do a couple of minutes moderately hard just to get out of that sort of rut of uh, maybe you're sinking, your, your hips are dropping down, you're starting to bucket running. I can just give you a few little technique reminders and just break the run up a little bit.
0: Is there anything we need to know about the key sessions, John?
1: Well, there was one other thing, the fourth session. Um, oh. I generally recommend that you... Always run off your long bike, and yep. uh, and that should be say fifteen to thirty what minutes. About, what about the whole?
0: Like, when I used to do my run off the long bike, I, I, it was pretty average. Should we? Is it, are you happy just for us to be moving our legs, or do you want us to be kind of be running at a good pace?
1: You should be running around about your Ironman pace. Okay, so. For, for a lot of people, that's not going to be that express fast, pace. Yep. It's going to be pretty comfortable. And, uh, yeah, so I'd say if you're going to do a 30-minute run, you probably want a good 15 to 20 minutes of that to be at Ironman pace.
0: I always think that if you're going to do your yeah, off-the-bike, do a loop, not an out-and-back, because it's too easy to turn back. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, multiple loops
1: are not good, though. Yeah, no, neither. No, <laughs> one Just
0: one loop but, you know, it takes you 30 minutes to get around the loop, because you're doing an out-and-back, it's
1: easy to just go, oh, it's eight minutes, so I'll do that, they'll yeah. be, here. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so key sessions? Key sessions. Uh, we talked about this across all three disciplines. I think half Ironman simulations are a really integral part of your build-up, especially if you're a first-timer, because what that's going to do, it's going to give you a good long run off, a, off a say, a 90-kilometre bike where you're going at a nice steady pace, uh, and so it's going to be a good long session and give you a, a solid run off the bike. And
0: now, when you do the half Ironman simulation,
1: should you smack the run if you can? No. No? I would. Well, I wouldn't really recommend it. I think you're better off... Just Good doing a pace. nice Ironman pace all the way through, and it should be pretty comfortable. Practice your nutrition, practice your pacing, and uh, and you shouldn't be smoked at the end of it. Okay. But obviously, um, next point, I would suggest doing some racing. And, okay. Uh, whether that's uh, running racing or uh, no, try racing during the season. So most people are going to do a half Ironman, and that would be the case yep. where when you would smack yourself on the run. Um, oh. But if you were looking at a typical 16-week build-up, I'd say a half Ironman's going to be great, and uh, maybe a sprint and maybe an Olympic. I think three or four races fits in really well, and uh, gives you a chance to sort of test yourself under race conditions. Okay, Matt, do you actually think about doing a half marathon in training? Probably not. Um, I think you'd be better off looking for tri-races. Okay. Yeah. Okay, what else? Running off the bike is really important? Yep. So we talked about short runs off the bikes, uh, and we talked about the steady run, and the steady run would often be really good to do as part of your brick so you are getting a bit more running off the bike so if you say maybe your Saturday session is going to be a brick session so you're going to have a steady bike of say anywhere between an hour and a half and two and a half hours uh, on the bike and then having a good one to one and a half hour steady run off the bike.
0: uh, Are you a fan of like doing a four hour two hour?
1: I think people are, are probably concerned about their Long run, um, yep. I think it's a, it's a way that you can make that session quite a bit longer, and even doing a couple of hours on the bike and then doing a three hour run. If you're yep. really concerned that you're not doing enough running, and uh, and to maybe test yourself a bit more, doing a bike before the run is, is good. Okay, and four hour two hours, um, it's good. It's quite a hard session. Yeah, it's a tough um, session. Yeah. So, with those sorts of in the last things, hour of the run, eh? yeah, yeah, with those sort of things, you know, maybe put them in as test sessions. You know, maybe have your your half Ironman simulation once a month, and then maybe have the four-hour, two-hour. So we're talking four-hour bike, two-hour run. Yep. Maybe um, every second, second week. So two-week, one, one week do um, four-hour, two-hour. Have a two-week break, then you do half-hour, half Ironman simulation, and then repeat that cycle. So what about well. measuring? How important is measuring? Oh, I don't think it's critical. I think it's you just need to be more efficient. So as I said, that 10k um, sort of test session. To, well, you're based on heart rate. Yeah, where you run it on heart rate um, and seeing if your time comes down, I think is, is, is a critical one. But you're really just trying to build yourself up so you can run the distance. So yep. endurance is going to be so much more important than speed. There's, if it's a fir- if you're a first timer and say you're going to be out there for 13 hours plus, you're just going to be chugging along at a pretty comfortable speed. You yep. just got to just got to hold it together, <laughs> keep it together, and get to get through the finish. I
0: think the thing is as well is to remember that it's um, you know to, to run the whole marathon in an Ironman. Really? Well, how much 30 percent of the field maybe. You oh, know, yeah. You know, like, then that's probably a good day. You know, not many people actually run the whole marathon. And I think, like, my friend Amy Stiles, she did um, New Zealand. She's done it twice now and And she didn't quite get a goal time this year, but she was stoked for a run because she ran the whole marathon. And, and mm. it's a huge achievement, eh? Hey? Mm. Actually, not walk on the marathon takes a lot of effort, eh?
1: If you're going slower than four hours, yeah. um, you should be considering walking on the, on the marathon. Um, yeah. And you should be practicing that in your training as well so um, you know it's a quite an effective strategy is maybe to do like a 4 minute run, 1 minute walk, just yep. repeat that all the way through or some people maybe do like an 8 minute run, 2 minute walk yep. but you've got to practice that in training because it does blow your, um, your rhythm quite a bit but certainly St Gordo tried a lot in, in training and he found it absolutely fantastic because he found that during either that 1 or 2 minute walk period his legs were actually recovering quite significantly really? and then through the last third of the marathon he was actually able to keep that going whereas in, during that period often that's when you really sort of fade (laughs) off a bit so if you're going to be starting in four hours, I'd encourage you to try doing that in training, having some walking in there. You have got to practice it regularly. I really think another reason that you want to practice
0: it as well is that it teaches you to be disciplined to get back onto the run once you have the minute off. Mm. Because, like, let's say race day, you're fatigued, you're tired, and all the rest of you are 20k to go, and you plan to run nine and walk one. You know, after you run nine, you start walking, and you think, oh, you know, maybe walk two. You know, whereas if you practice it, you kind of know the tricks to okay, 10 seconds to go, count it down, count it down. Okay, now start running again. It just gets into the habit of using that
1: tool. Mm. So yeah, pacing pacing um, it's quite difficult to estimate your, your run time in a marathon um, but most people should be able to get within sort of 30 to 40 minutes of their fresh marathon time if you've done one I've never run a fresh marathon so no, no. Really? so but I would assume you want to? yeah at some stage but I want to train for it and do it properly like yeah. what you're doing mm. I would assume that you know, run a little bit under 240ish I would, yeah. I would imagine or around about that sort of mark and my Ironman time is generally about 3 hours so I'm yeah. sort of 20 minutes in Um the athletes are a little bit slower that might be a little bit more um, little bit more spread but if you should be able to get within 40 minutes of your fresh time.
0: Nice.
1: But actually pacing yourself on the day I'd say rather than using that as a pacing tool what your fresh marathon time is, um, look at what your half Ironman time is and assuming it's on an accurate course and it's also assuming that you've had quite a good race there and you've actually run quite well, work out your average time and I would say use that as an absolute maximum speed control tool during the first 10, 15 k's of the run. So you just say, say for example, you've done a a half Ironman, your average pace was 5 minute k's. Um, When you're going through the first 10, 15 k at Ironman... we're sitting on no faster than that. I mean, you should be a reasonable amount slower than that, but definitely don't go quicker than that. No matter how good you feel, just keep it under control. Once you get past around about the 20, 25 k mark, then by all means, just crank it it from there. But, But so, so many people say... I was feeling great until 30k yeah. <laughs> and then you're losing literally minutes and minutes per k yeah. because you've gone out too hard so I would say look at your half Ironman pace best average time there is your absolute speed limit I think one sort of
0: thing to always recognise is that even if you have raced a smart race the last 10 case is always going to be really hard mm. you know, and that's when your mental game comes into it eh? mm.
1: yeah so my FAQs oh here we go the FAQs here we go what are they John we've already answered them so it's a bit of a letdown. it was really just covering um, whether you should run longer than three hours and I sort of covered that Um, in terms of race day tips that's going to be in the next section because we're going to go through sort of uh, race day things and uh, you know things like lubing up we'll go over all that what about pre-season Yeah,
0: well, this is like a 16 week block thing isn't it
1: well that will sort of come back to when we talked about planning a year and um, prior to that 16 week I'd really encourage people to either do a bike block or have an off season winter phase but you know you shouldn't be looking for massive improvements in your running during the the build up phase you should be looking at getting your endurance up and your efficiency up hopefully your speed comes up a little bit But you got to do the, the. If you're really looking for big gains in your running, you do that in your off season. That's when you maybe have a single, single discipline focus. And technique work. Again, probably should be done pre season. You should always be working on technique. But I wouldn't recommend for most people say eight weeks out from from uh, from I mean going and doing a striding on clinic and yep. radically change, changing changing the t- technique should be done pre season. But if
0: you've done that during the season, then you could do some recap tools. as Yeah, you along. And,
1: and you basically include that as part of say your interval um, or session. strength session. Yep. Um, warm up, do some drills, do some strides, and then do your intervals. Great. Anything else? That's about it
0: Okay Questions and answers And the first question Comes from Anthony DeMarco
1: More of a comment Than a question How is Anthony DeMarco? He's pretty good He's been doing some research For us Well he yeah, has Because he's getting
0: A little bit angry at me Isn't he? Mm. People always seem to get Angry at me John I know what's you, You're, what's you're controversial Bevan I am I can't do Crazy Crazy controversial Crazy Bevan. He's a crazy guy And he's saying Because I've been saying A little bit about Older athletes lately Haven't I Implying that if you're Over 40 you're old mm-hmm. Which let's be honest Yeah <laughs> <laughs> TikTok, living on the edge, and he's and he's come up with so he's done some research, hasn't he? Yes, he has. and he's come up with some research on some times of older athletes being older than forty. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and and he has to. I have to admit, there's some impressive times here, aren't there? So we've got a few Hawaii splits here. Yeah, age fifty, Christian Bodstock, uh, two thousand eight Hawaii, went a nine thirty eight to finish hundred thirty seventh overall. It's Solid. pretty impressive. It's what did you do in Hawaii. I would have just tipped him, but not <laughs> by about three minutes. And how old were you then? You are in your 20s, were you? I would have been 2000. Of, I would have, actually, yeah.
0: Uh, then we've got, what, Marty Baldcock. That's a good last name. Um, 212, and he was, four, I mean, 212, 912, and he was 41. That's Solid. pretty good, yeah.
1: we will also got up there the, the, the Albinator. Albinator, here we go. Quarter lane. 40 to 44, 927. 15th overall. 15th overall. He's got 15th overall. Joe Barnes, who's the legendary sort of, uh, I think he's 50 plus now, but 40 to 45 to 49, 936 for 12th overall at Lake Placid one year. What about a good old Jeff Cudbuck? Cudbuck. Cudbuck. 42, 905 in Hawaii. 37th overall. But I think Peter Kropko, he's a former pro, but he was probably, and probably was still racing pro then. 42, 846. Wow. 23rd at Kona. And Bent Henderson? 8.58 Brent or Bent? I don't know if it's a good name if it is <laughs> 858 in 2006 Kona 41st overall Very wow. solid so if you're over 40 you're not over the hill are you Bevan that's the most well story. how about or oh, Lovey? Ninth 9th overall is that Lake, Pl- Lake Placid with a 916 yeah it's pretty impressive 40 to 44 no you're not over the hill keep
0: on living I wonder what we'll be like when like 15 years from now do you think you'll be fast 15 years from now like you know these guys do you think you could pull off like a you know this guy's the 930
1: I trained hard. If you trained if you trained it depends. Family circumstances, I think, play a huge amount into that.
0: Do you think it's a disadvantage that you've been an athlete for all these years, but you think your body might be tired?
1: And my body's fresh it's fresh as a bloody daisy. How those shoulders, mate! The oh, shoulders are on fire because <laughs> yeah, they're injured. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, so, what is, is there anything else here? I said Tim Daboos, thirty-seven. He's over the hill. He, he cracked it. At, uh, <laughs> He's Australia. Passed He's past it. it. Older. Uh, but
0: in saying that, there's no young fresh blood coming through other than the here. Who else is there?
1: Yeah, there's sort of yeah, a few coming through, but especially on the, the female side of things, other than Chrissy, you know, a lot of the girls have been around a long time. And a lot of the, you know, Natasha Badman, I think, is going to show a lot of people up this year. She's going to kill it. She's getting second to Kona. Y- that's your prediction? Yeah. On the line right now. Who's going to get 33rd?
0: Because that's, you know. It's-
1: 33rd in the men's. Yeah. I am going to go with... I'm going to go Bjorn. He's going to blow on the bike. He's going to have a pretty good race to get 33rd and Kona. True. He's going pretty good. I will go with... Or do you want to leave it closer to the time? it, bockle. He will go hard and he'll blow up a little bit. You reckon? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, next one is from Amy. Now, how do you say this last one? Oh, uh, we might have to have a pause here if we're going to do this now or not. We'll, we'll talk about it and then we'll do it next week. Okay. So, we've if, been, so the full Ironman race is, is the oldest Ironman in the US outside of... Hawaii, yeah, has been going for years.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yes. years it's old. Two thousand and nine marks the twentieth anniversary. So it started yeah. in
0: nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Wow. So they didn't have one in the US.
1: No, I mean New Zealand's um, 25. 26 Is it twenty five? No, twenty five this year wasn't. It? Yeah. Canada, they had Canada. Wow. But um, yeah, and no, I, I don't. I mean, you think about all the US Ironman races. Um, a, a lot of them are pretty recent. You had Placid. It's been around a little while now. Coeur d'Alene hasn't been around forever. Arizona, um, Florida must have been around for a while.
0: So they've got 600 participants entering the record of the race, which is a record for them. But they're actually going to give us an entry to give away to you guys. We're
1: going to figure out a way to do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll
0: probably do something with athletes, won't we? Yeah, we will. Yeah. So if you're thinking about doing that race, keep up and listen. And, and if you're actually thinking about doing the race anyway, check out the website. It's a great race, and they've really you know they got some swim premiums, uh, bike and run premiums this time. So. It's com. It's an easy one to remember. Yeah. And uh, because we've also got the half, haven't we? What's the seventy point three? It's on the same day though. No, but still. So check it out. Big race. Twenty years. What were you doing twenty
1: years ago? How old were you twenty years ago? I was. I don't even know how old I am now. How old are you now? I must be up am thirty-three this year. Oh, yeah? So when did you first Thirteen. I was starting high school. Oh really? So no, that's 10, yeah. Twenty years ago, starting high school.
0: Wow. Because you remember that time in your life, eh? Yeah. You remember going to high school? You Remember like starting out at high school? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to go into that here. <laughs>
0: You're a bit of troublemaker at high school, isn't I'm a troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay,
0: then. So, yeah, so listen up over the next few weeks to his Vine Man. We're going to give away an entry, which is great. Now, I do actually want to give Duncan Smith a plug. Duncan Smith was uh, the guy who gave away his lung to his father-in-law. Lifesaver. That's right. Duncan the Lifesaver Smith. And last week, he uh, sent us an email saying that he's given his lung away, and he's not feeling the best, yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense. Liver, not lung, wasn't it? Uh, Kidney. Kidney. Yep. Sydney the kidney, that's what he called it. And uh, he, your lung... <laughs> lung, liver, kidney. Uh, leg. <laughs> uh, uh, but he's saying how his, his father-in-law is feeling really, really great, feeling 10 years younger and it's just been really good and that he's actually feeling pretty good himself. And uh, he's just saying how he really appreciates all the support from everyone on IM Talk and the community and um, listening to IM Talk over this time has been kind of really helpful for him. And, mate, just... <laughs> Awesome method, it's eh? Very solid. Father-in-law eh mm. It gets you in a good books eh yeah. <laughs> yeah, You know <laughs> just, I want to split up my husband You're not splitting up the <laughs> husband He's a good man <laughs> He's a good man
1: that one Yeah I tell you Would you give away Your kidney to the father-in-law <laughs> I tell you, He needs a buddy uh, He'll need a heart That's what he'll need Oh heart. really he's, he's a heartless bastard <laughs> <laughs> No He'll die from a heart attack One day soon He's got Thick cholesterol Running through his veins Oh Really Two minutes hereditary. No, no, that's hereditary. Oh really? Mm. So it's So
0: that's a bit of a Well, there we go. So LifeSaver, we love your work. And we are we gonna have ones? We've got ones. No, we're gonna say sponsors, athlinks.com.
1: Got some inside gossip here. Must be good because you're pointing at the screen. You need to get on Afflinx. I'm not gonna give away the reasons now. We know there's we know how many people are listening to the show, we know how many people have signed up to there's a reasonable gap there. We need that gap closed. Yeah, but why? And there's going to be some incentives coming in, on really? to be to be a member on Athlinks. Can you give it. us a hint? Because you well, haven't told me this. Well, you probably should read your emails. But, uh, I don't, I don't think I but maybe to you see my... maybe you didn't. Maybe no, I'm, I'm, I'm just, out of the loop. Whatsoever. I'm in <laughs> the, the Athlinks loop. But let's just say, just if you're not already a member on Athlinks, just get on there. Are you teasing us, John? That's the idea, Bill. And, and it's going to be worth our time. It's going to be worth your time. Just get you, get yourself a profile going. Just claim a few results. Get yourself up there. Next week we'll announce it, but there's gonna be a reason for it. You like you always click on that one. Susan, whoever you are, can see your face instead of just your body with holding the muscles up.
0: She's looking pretty hot. She's got a bit of a manly body, but isn't she?
1: That's why people complain, Bevan. She, well, she's a bodybuilder. Oh, come on, John, what do you think? Tell me what you think. I think it's awesome.
0: <laughs> she, she is. Awesome. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's impressive, but uh, you know, like, come on, if you went like that, would you think that's a man's body? It's Yes.
1: <laughs> anyway, get on to <laughs> athlings.com. If you're not already on there, very simple. Grab your results, keep them all in one place, and there'll be some incentives, and ne- next week we'll, we'll announce it then. I want to know what it is, John. Well, I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, Zanya Morrison. Zanya, she's with Chrissy? She's with Chrissy Wellington. Who was that? What? Don't know. I'm in Australia. I think Zanya went over and did Australia. Oh, gee. she? Jeez, what a groupie. <laughs> uh, I'll see you it tonight, it's alright. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh so you can give a bit of crap. <laughs> Athlinks.com for oh, your, uh, social networking
0: Okay then let's go to Triboys. What's happening on Triboys, John?
1: Do you know Bevan? So, no, I don't, tell me. TriBoys are the only cap. Co- well from from my knowledge, they're the only company in the world that will ship wheels and a bike set for free anywhere in the world. Now that's Cause
0: actually pretty good because you imagine how much it must cost to ship a bike. I once bought a bike on eBay.
1: Yeah.
0: Millie, really, I didn't mean to buy it. I pushed a button at the right oh, no, wrong no. time. <laughs> and luckily I had an out because the shipping from the US to New Zealand was like 900 bucks. Really? Yeah. And like the bike was a bargain, but once you put shipping in, it was just like not
1: worth it. Yeah. So that's taking away that cost for you, John. Uh, it's a no-brainer. no brainer. It is a no brainer. Wow. Uh, so basically if you spend over 500 bucks they'll ship anywhere in the world if you spend over 250 and let's uh, be honest if
0: you're buying a bike you're spending over 500 bucks yeah
1: so that's why I say if, if you're basically doing it you're going to get sh- shipped for free really save you some pingers mm. and there's always deals on there they have
0: bikes, they still have to have bikes and if bikes you've
1: got there. basically if you've got any questions and if they haven't got something that you want up there or you've got questions on your bike don't just think of it as a website where you can't talk to them send them an email and they'll, no, they'll the, happily yeah we often get so
0: many emails from people saying "Hey, and, mm. you know how they respond really quickly and they've always got good advice and
1: so if you're not quite sure about your fit or something like that, or you want to just say I'm currently on this bike, I really like it, it's just going to give me the similar sort of geometry or something like that. Just just um, give them a call, give them an email, and they'll get in touch. And there's always bargains. Say you're an, if you do that, say you an <laughs> and I talk less. I say like
0: in New Zealand. Like I know the dollar's not so great at the moment, but you know, like for Kyoto, for the like that bike there, you're paying more than three grand in New Zealand for it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And that's shipped free, and it's got all the bits and pieces that you need on it. You know, like it's. Pfft because bikes are cheaper in America aren't they, than what they are in New Zealand so guys get on it yeah go on here yeah and then you know and, and bike fits in that the are always great for fitting your bike and stuff so right. no brainer and lastly Coffees of Hawaii
1: we talked about this this last week oh. you just go on there you click on uh, we're the, going to see, we'll
0: get them soon when we're over there eh? we
1: will you yeah. click, click on the um, the product sort of section and you can go through and go into apparel and then you can go on there and you can purchase yourself, or buy, you click on buy online. Yep. Bevan, let's go through the process. Click on buy okay, online. I'm going to go
0: buy online, John.
1: And then you're going to go apparel. apparel. Yep. And it comes down, and it's and got, go. oh, and got Patagonia, Patagonia this week. the Patagonia shirt promotion. What does Patagonia mean, John? Is that where it's from? Don't ask me questions I don't the answers to, Bevan. <laughs> makes me look silly. <laughs> but uh, $5 of every purchase will go towards our Kona trips. The perfect summit fabric to keep your back from sticking to the seat so okay. when you're on there make sure when you select- 70% organic cotton let me finish oh, sorry when you select oh, make-, <laughs> make sure you add in there that you're an IM Talk listener and they'll look after you very very well and they're only th- are they 38 bucks I don't know John go select select I'm going to buy one till May 38 bucks I was right 38 bucks. lots of different sizes lots of what girls colors. 31 alpaca brown I'm going to get girls one nice. have
0: you ever done that have you ever bought a girls piece of clothing because it was cheaper if I have is that wrong yeah it's a pretty good present though Bevan well because years ago at Glassons they used to have singlets yeah. and they looked like men's muscle tops and they were like 10 bucks mm-hmm. so I bought like 20 of them yeah
1: I'm, not, I'm don't go there really no. so it's colours you can get alpaca brown black white afterglow, I afterglow only is. the women's can get afterglow Let's Let's look at the or car. green maybe I've got a picture of that one okay David have okay. So there you go, coffeesofway.com for all your coffee. And and while you're there, John, you know what you can do? You can buy some coffee. Cup and saucer.
0: Cup and saucer. Awesome music. Some island blend. Unroasted beans. Coffee essentials. Oh, coffee chocolate beans. We haven't had any of those. We haven't had any of those yet. Actually, Albert, send some of those over.
1: Chocolate covered beans. That'd be a good present. French press. What's French press? It's a little machine thingy. Oh, okay. View it all. There we go.
0: French press and coffee beans. Right (laughs) here. Uh, anything else? Uh, Amazon affiliates.
1: Bike jerseys were shipped last week. They should be arriving. I have still got one or two left over. I think it's a medium and a large. So if, if you, you want, want it, those, get on it. Get on it. Um, anything else? No. Oh, we have nicknames. We've only got about two or three, so we'll do them next week. Okay, so give us a donation. <laughs> yeah, give us a donation, and you'll get a nickname. It goes towards our Kona Fund.
0: Yeah, and for those who have donated, that's, thank you so much for that. We, the idea is that you give us a um, donation. We give you an IAM Talk nickname, which you then can wear with pride for the rest of your life. And ideally, if you have a work badge, can you put your name on it yeah. and send a photo through? And then... Um, and, and
1: there's going to be prizes. Uh, yeah, across
0: just, the time, we have a prize. Spot and, door prizes. And also, just you know we're going to be doing lots of great shows over there. We're going to be trying to get as many shows out with as many of the pros as possible,
1: we're not going to be doing very much live coverage because we're going to get our asses sued if we try doing that. Yeah, on the day we'll, we'll be doing something. We but... looked
0: into research, and yeah, yeah, it's probably unlikely that I'm going to do live streaming, but yeah,
1: <laughs> but that's okay.
0: Anything else? No, okay, John, what are you going on for the rest of the week? What have you been doing, John?
1: What I've been doing I mean, my first bike of significance this morning since probably Epic Camp. i say, oh, no, I did a little bit in February, so I did the, the Long Bays ride. How'd you find it? It's really tough It's amazing how quickly You go around there When you go in a group yeah. if, I go, if I go and ride that by myself For just a steady Well oh, it's just a flat section Flies doesn't it It took me 2 hours 45 to Maybe, maybe 2.50 If it was a crappy day yeah. I got back And I looked up the clock The watch And hadn't really felt Like I was having it that much And it was like Two and a half hours Do still wait? <laughs> uh, there's only one waiting point Where's that? The top of Gebbies oh, Okay And then you're yeah. just Going kind to of ride around here. Yeah. Okay. okay And what are you on For the of the week? This week. We've got our second Next next running race Coming up this weekend Oh what are you doing? Uh, it's a 4k cross country 4x4 four four man team 4x4k Who's in your team? We've got a good team We've got Axel yep. uh, Who's an Ironman athlete Is he, doing, is he in the marathon? Sub-niner uh, Don't know mm-hmm. uh, And then we've got Two young guys that I coach Who are both sort of about 16 minute 5k guys So mm-hmm. we should have A good performance How are you feeling? I'll be alright Who's going to be The weakest link? I was the <laughs> Second runner yeah, won't be won't be me. I won't. I will not be the weakest link. You sure? I'll, <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm better at flat running than cross country. Are you? Yeah. Why? Uh, I'm just just foot placement. Yeah, I'm just not that good. And I have my spikes. I'm, I'm a, I ordered some spikes and I got the wrong size.
0: You've done, you do that all the time, don't you? I do. How come you do that? Well, Did you get your mum to draw around your shoes or something? I should. I don't yeah. think that might help. And that's about it in my life.
1: Really? So just training. What about the kids? Kids good. Yeah. Looking after Thomas a lot, which is quite fun. Nice bonding time. Bonding time. Yep. Felicity's fine, feeding well. Big girl, putting big, on a lot of he? weight.
0: Thomas is a big boy as well. Thomas is a big but boy. But
1: you were a big kid as well, weren't you? Thomas is a is like the hundredth percentile for height. He's just monstrous. Is he really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I got a niece like that, she's so big that in a school photo, she's a head above yeah. every other kid in the class. Yeah. Yeah. Massive.
1: So. It's good. What about you, being exciting?
0: Well, I'll meet up with Porno this weekend. I stuffed up John mm. because I'm going to Queenstown this weekend. I'm going to be doing the Rootburn race, which is about a yeah. 32 off-road race. Apparently, yeah. top guys do about three hours. Yeah. So, I'm hoping oh, – I'm not sure if I really save myself for the marathon or if I go for it this weekend. I'll see how I go. Um, I'm not going to taper or anything, so I probably yeah. won't go for it. But, anywho, so I booked my flight about a month ago to Queenstown, you know, for the race because, you know, it's yeah. good times. Yeah. cheap flights. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cheap nowadays. Yeah. Monday, I thought I better send porn on my flight details. Looked on it, booked it the wrong way round. So I booked whore. from Queenstown to Christchurch <laughs> and then the other way round. Oh, Oh, it broke my heart. And the problem was, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> hey, no, because you know what's like with the internet? The internet must have. Because you know, when you look, look for flights, you always go Christchurch to Queenstown. But I must have gone back or something and already changed it. I'll take fault in the fact that when you confirm it, I didn't check it. So so it's ended up costing me like 150 bucks i could our Kona ones right yeah true but you're here then so I can blame you yeah yeah. so so I've got that I'm looking forward to that run actually it's kind of because it's kind of on my last long run anyway mm. so it's kind of nice that I can do it in a race and do it it's nice weather it'll be chilly well, down there you it's not. Of snowing <laughs>
1: <laughs> snowed last year though
0: did it mm. yeah I'm not really looking forward to it to be honest mm. but be it's fun. a beautiful track it's mm. been pretty stunning and what else has been happening I had my party weekend party weekend I'm not much of a party in John next two much. of us One thirty, I was over it 1.30 i will be pushing 11 these days what's the latest night you've had out recently oh nuts <laughs> in the last three years <laughs> my birthday party is probably it hey
1: eh? yeah no, we haven't been there many late ones lately <laughs> really no sleep is a premium at our place
0: anything else John no we're we ran we went to Wolverine live or movie movie <laughs> 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 Maybe, a, maybe, mate,
1: I know there. Maybe he was going around Doing a travelling road show And you went and gave, gave, him five, gave, him, gave him a high five And he cut, and he cut your hand off. in half Or something I don't know You, you not don't, don't watch a lot of movies what you Don't do? listen to a lot of music What are you doing for entertainment now? <laughs> Go to bed <laughs> You can't do that you got kids <laughs> lowering the tone of the show that'll go for this week oh yeah that's us make sure. let's break <laughs> <it up. laughs> it's still going on we've still got a zoom try going it took 4 hours 40 looks like everybody's finished yeah <laughs> Iron Rush Iron Rush Train Hard Train Smart Kia Kick. <laughs>